What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I am Sean Collins Crew. And I am Catherine Lippincott. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. career. Whoa, jinx. <laughs> you owe me a Coke, but you already bought me one. I already <laughs> bought you one. DC's on the house today <laughs> in the studio. What's going on? Thanks, How you Sean? doing? I'm great. How are you? Pretty excellent. Pretty excellent. And I'm excited to talk about this topic this week, which is trying new things. How beautiful. How wonderful and how spectacularly it always goes, right? And then turning around (laughs) and it just failing miserably. (laughs) I don't want to brag, but I'm kind of a pro on this. Yeah, you think? It's happened many times. Yeah, it did happen Uh, this week. Pretty uh, spectacularly. Yes, yes, it did. And we will get into that. Yeah. That specific story that that brought up these feelings (laughs) currently. And and maybe, you know, go back to some other events where that has happened. We've tried new things, failed miserably. Yeah. But we're not failing backwards. We're failing forward. Is that a saying? Maybe. I'm not sure. All right. I like it. It's pretty cool, right? Love it. Yep. All right. Great. And what else are we going to talk about? We are also going to talk about renting versus buying. And this can go for a lot of things in business. I I guess it could. It could go (laughs) towards that. But I'm thinking my point of view from this is equipment. Oh, equipment. Not homes. Equipment. Because, you know, construction stuff. Mm. Equipment mm-hmm. needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make job easier. Heavy machinery. Big. Yes. Heavy. Expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Renting. Sometimes expensive. Less expensive. Less expensive. So it's you, you got to weigh out those balances. So I want to talk about that. And, uh, you know, mostly just, just to kind of work through my own thoughts on it a little bit because okay. uh, we've been renting stuff. Yeah. Maybe we should buy stuff. I feel like we are on the cusp of buying things. We have been renting I feel like things. I've been looking on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I've have been you? looking on Google. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw a big tractor trailer hauling a bunch of ditch wishes. You to, did? Uh, yeah. And I was, I was very envious and I was hoping that, you know. They would stop. Maybe one would just fall off and we could have it. <laughs> Probably causes a serious traffic accident <laughs> and maybe it death. Happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. But okay. Perfect. Help. But you're trying to will it into the universe. Yeah, That's yeah. great. Manifesting. I'm manifesting you're a ditch You're manifesting yeah. a horrible traffic accident where heavy machinery falls onto the road and you get to take it home. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything to catch up on? Anything to catch up on from the week? Um, uh, I don't well, know. we are pre-recording this episode as well because you're going on vacation on Friday. A Thursday. Thursday. Well, Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Coming home Saturday. But yeah, going down the shore for... Uh, is the, the Do people say the shore every, like other places? Or do they say the beach? Or do they say the ocean? Mm. I'm going mm. to that place mm. where there's sand and water as far as the eye can see. <laughs> and it's going to be a wonderful time. And I'm going to come back rested, relaxed, and rejuvenated. I, I sure hope so. <laughs> Why, I need it? I think saying? you need it, yeah. All right, sick. <laughs> uh, you Everybody got anything else? It. Any other current events you, you um, want to get out of the way here before we really jump into the... I don't think so. Nothing has happened. Why, do you have, do you I have I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Were, were you talking on the lines of like aliens? I got nothing there. Nothing new on the aliens? I said front? I would update people on the aliens. Seems no. everyone's has already like forgotten about it, so... That is funny how like, <laughs> you know... 
even like alien conspiracy theory people, they're just like, all right, well, now it's kind of mainstream. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> it's kind of boring. Boring. Okay. Let's get into it then. Okay. That's what the people, the people want to know. Should we start with the failures or <sighs> you want to? Yes. You want to get right into it? I want to get right into it. All and right. this is going to be a cathartic moment. Do you yeah. want to, do you want to take it over? No, I feel like you need to tell the story. Okay. It's, it, I need to get this off my chest. Yeah, I feel okay. like you do. Why do I do these things? <laughs> Why do I make these decisions? We're on a great, huge project, gigantic deck, patio, fire pit, outdoor kitchen, all kinds of cool stuff. And I figured, uh, mm. it's, it's also the biggest outdoor kitchen we've ever done. Uh, it's pretty big, yeah. 60 square foot of countertop space here. Pretty big. Pretty big, yeah. Pretty big. So, uh, decided, you know what? Countertop's not included in the proposal. Client knows that. They know that they're going to have to go out and buy a granite or, you know, whatever they decide on. It's not on us. It's on them. It's been agreed upon. They mm-hmm. signed the contract. I come in and say, hey, I really want to try concrete countertop. We'll do it for free mm-hmm. if you want to go that route. It'll save you maybe six grand probably yeah. off granite. Uh, coming in, looking like the hero. <laughs> <laughs> The nice real guy, good guy wanting to try something <laughs> new. And I was so full of excitement and great expectations. Yeah. And it all cracked right in front of my eyes. <laughs> so here's the story. Did a decent amount of research on how to pour a concrete countertop. Uh, got special concrete countertop mix. When you say a decent amount, you want to specify how much? I watched a couple YouTube videos <laughs> on it. And they were all pretty much the same. And it seemed pretty... You know, it seemed, seems straightforward. Seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. So, uh, we build the forms. Forms go great. Uh, you know, buy the special countertop mix, and we have the mixer up on the deck right yep. next to where we're pouring. We've got we uh, a well-oiled machine. Well-oiled machine. We got the uh, uh, wire reinforcement already mm-hmm. cut, ready to ready to go in. Everything is set. It's yep. good, and we start pouring. Yep. It's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. Pretty uh, good it's, yeah. It took 18 bags, 18 80 pound bags. So it was a lot of concrete. And yeah. we were also right in the direct sun. And yep. it got brighter and brighter and hotter and hotter yeah. as we went. <laughs> and then the outlet started tripping. <laughs> and it wasn't out like, of nowhere for no reason. No reason. It was working perfectly fine. Yeah. For so long. And then it just started tripping. And. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just it just that really <laughs> threw everything out the window uh we got it back up and running yeah. and it tripped twice and then i ran to the trailer got the generator pulled the generator out we plugged into that we're going back into it but it's curing pretty quickly right. and we poured uh it's two inches thick we poured about an inch and then the the uh, wire reinforcement mm-hmm. and then poured on top of that but the bottom layer I think was starting to cure too fast yeah. and it essentially like made two layers. Like they didn't fully adhere into one, I think. So what ended up happening was it cracked. Cracked. Friday we did this Monday. I go back and there's a, there's a good amount of cracks in this thing. Yeah. So it cured too fast. It was too hot. Uh, And it, it cracked. <laughs> it cracked. There was a lot of cracks. I was in denial for a while, a while of denial. A while, and yeah. I was like, "We can probably 
use a grinder and like yeah. grind these out. They're probably just surface level, superficial cracks. Yeah. Please God. <laughs> Did that for a while. I knew it wasn't going to work, but yeah. I just wanted to. We all let you just have that. Yeah. <laughs> so it failed miserably. Yeah. It really did it not really, work well. No. So, all right. First, let's just talk about what we're going to do to fix it. So yeah. now I've told the client, hey, I'm the hero over here. I'm going to give you these free concrete countertops. Concrete countertop. Cracked. Looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't be like, all right, well, we're back to square one. Now you got to buy granite. It's like, <laughs> you know, I feel like that just doesn't feel right. So we yeah. got to now come up with a solution, I feel like. So uh, what we're going to do is large format porcelain. And we are going to do it with a super tight grout joint. And it'll basically look like one full piece. So we'll do a porcelain overlay mm-hmm. over this. Um all like none of the cracks in the concrete were all the way through. Like it's still really solid. It's yeah, just it is solid. you can see cracks in it and it yeah. doesn't look great. So uh looked into a couple options and that seemed to be the best and it's gonna look great. But now this is creating another thing to buy. Yeah. More material, more time to go into it. So yeah. we're on like we're gonna be like at least two days with probably three of us on this countertop when the client, as far as they knew, they were like, yeah, let me know when we get to the point where I have to buy the countertops and somebody (laughs) else is going to install them. No, I thought that was too easy. And I decided let's do concrete countertops and we failed. Yeah. We just failed. But think of all the other things that we've tried and have not failed at. Yeah. You know, there's probably one thing or two things maybe <laughs> now. Uh, uh, yeah, it did. It really sucked because I think it sucked the worst because we did it on like a Friday afternoon, like stayed late, stayed a little bit late, like really got it all nice and troweled out. And it was, you know, looking real good when we left. The client knew it cracked the, the next morning. Like they knew yeah. and they just didn't tell you cause they, they, they were being so nice. They, they don't want to ruin my weekend. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're being so nice. And then we get there on Monday and which I, by the time I got there, I assumed that you had already gone back to look at it, but you were like, well, I'll go back and look at it together. Yeah. And we were like waiting for this grand moment of like, Oh my gosh, it looks so good. And it, <laughs> we're like, Oh my God, oh, it looks God, so bad. There's cracks everywhere. Full of cracks. Okay. It's going to happen here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that it, you know, it was disappointing, but we learned. We definitely learned. Uh, Do you think you'll try another one? Yes. I knew you were going to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because otherwise it's just a complete failure. Right. If we don't try it again and, and actually accomplish it, it's going to be a complete failure. <laughs> so let's go through my mentality on why even do this? Why yeah. even do this? So concrete countertop. I think I've, I've seen them. They look really cool. They I do, like yeah. the look of them. And it would be a great thing if we could like master how to do them mm-hmm. because it's just one less thing that we have to schedule and get right, templated yeah. and like we can just do it. The more things that we can do on site, the easier it makes the process. Even though it's more work, it just makes our process a lot easier because yeah. less things to schedule. You don't have to have the client go to the granite place and pick out a slab. Like it's, it just eliminates a lot of that. So, right. uh, I think for our workflow, it would be great if we could master this. Decided, of course, let's try it for the first time on the biggest countertop we've ever done. Mm -hmm. But 
it's always been in my mind an important thing to try these new things. Right. And when you do try a new thing, like a concrete countertop, you can't really be sure that it's going to turn out great. So when the job allows it, and you know, especially on this one, it's a big enough job. We are doing pretty good on our timeline. Everything, you know, we're, we're not behind schedule. That's something that we can add in and just say, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to try that new thing. And we might fail, but the client's getting it for free. So to them, it's like a great surprise. Like, oh, that's awesome. They're going to they're gonna throw this in. And it lessens the pressure on us. Imagine if we were like, yeah, we can do concrete countertops. It's going to be 4500 bucks. And then they come out that next morning and they're like, it's cracked. Like, what the... They, then they would probably call yeah. and say, hey, uh, just to let you know, <laughs> this thing's cracked and it looks terrible. Uh, but they didn't because they were like, even the client yesterday when he came home, at the end of the day, he was like, I I told him kind of what we're going to do about the countertop. And he's like, oh, I'm, I feel so bad. I, I know you guys worked so hard. <laughs> and like, he was being so nice about it. And I was like, you know what? It's not a big deal. We learn from it. It's what happens when you try new things. And yeah. here's the plan of how we're going to uh, remedy the situation. And at the end of the day, they let us treat their project as a guinea pig and they are not getting concrete counter. Well, there's still concrete countertop under there, but they're going to get a nice porcelain overlay. It's going to yeah. look beautiful. It's something that we've done before. Uh, and all will be well, but mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it hurts when this happens, but it's important, especially in our business to be able to have the gusto to take those risks sometimes. Yeah. And, at the end of the day, that's that's what it's all about, yeah. right? Yeah. Or maybe it's not, and I'm just an idiot for doing <laughs> that. I don't know. No, I think you have to try these new things to add new things to your portfolio. If you only do the exact same thing, you're going to get bored. You're going to get burnt out. You're not going to yeah. enjoy anything that you do anymore because you're so bored of it. So if you try new things, you got to add that to your portfolio. Well, you know, once you get good at it. <laughs> once you get good at it, yeah. And we're you not going to add it to the portfolio, portfolio yet. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's yeah. the most horrible thing about it? You're going to have to sell it next time to be like, we've only done this once and we blew it. Can we well, try no. it again on your <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that the whole time that we were doing it, we we're like, this would be a perfect tutorial video. Oh, yeah. So we have yeah. lots of footage on very confidently making this to only come back Monday when we were yeah. just supposed to break the form off. We were going to polish it and uh, do the outro. Yeah. That video will never see the light of day, <laughs> but... That footage will be in the vlog that I guess will have been uploaded yesterday. Yes. In the future yeah. timing. Yeah. So it was stressful. It was exciting. <laughs> it was horrifying. Yeah. But not for nothing, it would have looked really good. It like If you ignore the cracks, it looks pretty cool. If you look at the spots where it's not cracked, <laughs> it looks awesome. It looks it super cool. But, it would have uh, fit the vibe really well. Yeah. I think... What I learned from that for sure is next time we do it, do it on a smaller piece and if possible, build the forms in the shop, pour it in a controlled environment where it's not in the sun. It's then not as hot. How are we going to get it there? We don't well, have the machinery to, to do that. We'd have to pour it in a couple different pieces. Yeah. You know, 
and they would still be really heavy but, but still yeah i think we could we could do it if we did it in three pieces how would we get it up onto the deck carry muscles you would just be watching in this scenario <laughs> leave it to the strong men like me that's pretty rude uh, when I made kidding. that concrete water feature, none of you guys could carry it. So I'm not totally <laughs> confident you guys can carry a count- concrete countertop. That was but. shaped weird. It wasn't heavy. It was just <laughs> awkward. It was just awkward. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what we just went through. Yeah. Trying something new and failing miserably. And you know what? I'm not mad about it. I don't regret anything. I have no regrets about this. <laughs> and were you a little mad though? You know what? Surprisingly, I I really wasn't. No, I really wasn't mad. And it's funny because Friday when we were pouring it, the breaker tripped, and like <laughs> you were so mad. <laughs> that was like the maddest I've ever been at work. Yeah, you were pretty mad. <laughs> like I, I've never like raised my voice. I feel like except unless I'm like exclaiming something in a joyous manner. Yeah. But uh, I yelled. I cursed. Yeah. And, uh, you did say a couple curse words. I did. Put a couple shekels in the in the cuss jar. <laughs> <laughs> then I come back Monday and it's all cracked. And I'm just like, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, dang but it. I was like, all right, well, what's done is done. It's cracked. Uh, I kind of lied to myself and thought, hey, we'll be able to salvage this. Couldn't. Yeah. And you know what? We move on. We, 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 we. Flip I like your gusto to try to fix it though. Like we were all like, Sean, it's not gonna, you can't, it's, it's cracked. You can't like, there's no coming back from this. You're just gonna be chasing the cracks. It's gonna have like huge divots in it if you try to do this. And you were like, no. And you went out and bought a grinder and everything for it. You really gave it your all to try and fix it, which was admirable. I did. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, some of them did come out. Some of them were the little super ones. Yeah. shallow, superficial yeah. cracks, even, like just on the surface. There were some that were like, yeah, not significantly deep, but like per- deep enough that they wouldn't be ground out. And even if there was just one of those, it wouldn't look good. It wouldn't look yeah. good. <laughs> so that's what we did. But I think that even after that, I think it's important to do those things. We want to be the best at what we're doing, the best yeah. that we can possibly be. We're not competing yeah. against anybody else, but we want to be the best builders and designers mm-hmm. that we can be. And I think this was an opportunity to do something really cool and it didn't work out this time, but we'll be able to try it again. I think we, we have a really good idea of what went wrong here Mm -hmm. and it is a learning experience. It is something that we're going to grow from. And ultimately I, that is what it's all about. That's what we've built this entire business on is trying new things and always having it in the back of your mind. When you try a new thing, you might have to come back to fix this, redo it, whatever. You always have to accept that possibility when you try a new thing. Yeah. So if this recently just, just came up in another scenario, a job that we did, let's see, almost three years ago, I think. Yeah, it was, uh, remember... I got to call the, the lights in the, we did these like decorative panels and I oh, did yeah. like LED strip lights and backlit mm-hmm. it. And it was a really cool thing. But I told, I told them when we did it, like this is the first time we're doing this. We're going to try it out. Uh, fast forward to this year, the lights kind of degraded. They, some of them went out and uh, they called me about it. And I was like, you know, this was something that we tried for the first time. So yeah. it obviously didn't work. And 
instead of being like, well, you're out of luck and it's been three years. I was like, this isn't, this isn't great. They shouldn't have to deal with like some of these being on some of them not. Yeah. It didn't look great. So I was like, you know, what? we'll delete these lights in here because that didn't work. And we'll add some additional lighting on the outside to uplight them. And all of that was free of charge. And because in my mind, I knew when we built these things, like if these lights go out, it's going to be really hard to access it. And I'm not sure what will work if this didn't. Yeah. So they didn't end up holding up, but it turned out really cool. When we did it, it was cool for a while. It was cool for <laughs> for a while, and we made it right in the end. The client was happy with the solution. So, yeah. as long as you're willing to do that and not nickel and dime the client and say, "Oh, well, it's been three years. Like, what do you expect?" You know, we don't build things to go bad in three years. Yeah. Um. So, I I felt the obligation to to do that for the client to make it right and add some additional lighting and, you know, in the end, it it took me like I don't know maybe four or five hours to s- delete the lights that were in there um, and then add additional lighting. And the client was super happy about it. And what? What? <laughs> Fix the lighting? Yeah, what? It took like 20 minutes. You weren't there. Yes, I was. <laughs> All right. Well, I forgot exactly. It, it took longer than 20 minutes. It took like an hour. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> it took like an hour. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, you were there. <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't we'll know if you were exaggerating on... for like dramatic effect or something. <laughs> didn't I go twice though? You weren't there both times. I went twice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe... <laughs> Maybe you're right. The first time I was there, I was probably just, we were probably just kibitzing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Assessing and kibitzing, uh, chatting it up. I was there for the actual fix. It didn't take 20 minutes. I'm going to say 20 minutes. No, it took like an hour. Uh, I didn't. Well, you know, we installed like nine lights. I had to to disconnect all the lights that were on the thing. Whose side are you on? (laughs) (laughs) It definitely wasn't four or five hours now that I'm remembering it, but maybe total time invested. Sure, yeah. There you go. They texted me about it. I called them, talked right. to them about it, went out to check it out. Yeah. Okay, had to total. order some new lights. I'll give it to you. <laughs> All right. What, so, yeah, it wasn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> it didn't take that long. So, uh, Okay, so I don't want to keep going on this negative note because I do think that there's so much value in, in trying new things. We absolutely. shouldn't just harp on all our failures. Absolutely. So let's try about the new thing that we try. Talk about the new thing that we tried. The um, mosaic like fire pit. Oh, that was like a big risk. Even <laughs> halfway through, you were like, I don't know if this is going to work out. And yes. then it did work out and it turned out beautifully and the client loved it. So to end on a good note, let's talk about that. Yeah, that is a good point. Uh, you almost forget about those things that you try exactly. and everything turns out great. And right. that was trying a lot of new things, yeah. new techniques. And it was not only a structural unknown as far as pouring this concrete fire pit in place. Yes. It was also like a design unknown of like, is this even going to look good or is this going to be insane? (laughs) And we went through both of those things as we're like building the form. First form didn't work. We had to come up with a a, a game plan. Number two, (laughs) we did that. 
And then still we were like, I don't know if this is going to work. We have to like form out vents in this thing. Mm -hmm. And it was just new and (laughs) we didn't know what we were doing really. And uh, it ended up working out structurally. And when we get to the design of it, we did the broken porcelain mosaic on it. And as I'm starting to install it on the outside of the fire pit, I'm like, this might be too much. Like this might be crazy. This might just really look tacky and over the top and just too much. Yeah. Too loud. And then we finished it and it wasn't until the next day they came back and looked at it with fresh eyes. And I was like, wow, this is actually a super cool centerpiece to this project. And the client loved it. Yep. I love it. We got awesome pictures. And it was one of those things that I think helps to separate us because it's something super unique. You're not going to see something just like this. It, it yeah. was something um, just super unique and, and super custom, as Aunt loves when yep. I say how custom it is. Mm-hmm. And it turned out great and it took a lot of, it was, it was a little, a little scary, you yeah. know, to take that leap and be like, you know what, instead of just like doing a fire pit, like we've done before, let's just do it completely different construction of it. Plus, uh, you know, go crazy with the design. I have no clue what we're going to do for the caps. Let's try to create our own caps out of the porcelain. It was, it was a lot of trickery and yeah. it turned out awesome. Yeah. So it was a good bit of trial and error. That was a win. That was definitely a win. And there were several points in that, like when, when the first uh, form didn't work out. Yeah. You overcame that. And then as you, you broke all the tile and you got it all like ready and you even made this like, you took tar paper and you laid it, you measured everything out and you laid it all out and you were like, okay, you know, you figured where you wanted everything. And then you started putting it on there and I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it just started to not work out. So then you were just freestyling it. So it was yeah. like, there was a couple points where you could have just been like, I'm going to stop. Yeah. This I'm is gonna not going to work. <laughs> yeah. This isn't working. Um, and you kept going and uh, it turned out beautifully. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, there was actually a lot of things on that project. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, the Phantom Post. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier and less unknown if we just put a post in the corner. Like <laughs> the client wouldn't be like, why do I have a post in the corner? Like, uh, cause every roof <laughs> ever does. Uh, but we're like, you know what? Let's try this out. Come up with this design where it doesn't have a post in the corner of the roof. And, uh, hopefully the architect and engineer were right when they looked at my design and specced the lumber and connections. And when I take out this temporary post, hopefully it doesn't fall down. Yeah. And it didn't. And it was super cool. Pretty dang cool. I think it, uh, I'm really, I'm very happy about it. Yeah. I think it was one of my finest moments as a designer. Thank you so much. Frank Lloyd wrote, Flank, blah, 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 Flank, 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 moment. <laughs> Flank, oh my God. Frank Lloyd, right. Moment. Moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so could go either way it could go either way <laughs> but uh we wouldn't have that huge triumphant success moment of the last job if we didn't have the mentality that also leads to the oh no this humongous concrete countertop is cracked and 
instead of having no part in it and just getting a granite person to come out and template it, kind of be fine with that. We are going to be in the hole about probably $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> Two days labor. We even really like least. our countertop guy. He's, he's great. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> but we just wanted to try something new. So two days labor for three people. Uh, already spent like $600 on the special countertop mix. Uh, hardy board. Um, what else? Now we're going to have to buy porcelain, thin mm-hmm. set, uh, edge yep. banding, all kinds yep. of stuff. So it's going to add up. But you know what I'm not going to do? complain about it nope no point in complaining no point in complaining it don't do nothing <clears throat> all right well all right i feel vindicated you feel better yeah i don't know if that's the appropriate way to use that word vindicated. yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> i'm selfish i have a rug who sings that uh Take da- back some? dashboard confession. dashboard yeah yep yeah awesome. um well good i'm glad you got that off your chest thank you uh, we've made it through and <laughs> It gave us something to talk about on the podcast. So exactly. check that out. <laughs> and you know what? One thing that always helps me whenever we make a mistake or something goes terribly wrong, I'm like, more drama for the vlog. <laughs> this is great. This is great. And that's really helped me cope with a lot of situations. Yeah. So yeah. <sighs> really. Uh, it's all about perspective. Really putting a silver lining on that. True. Oh, yeah. Little scenario. Really. It's like gold plating a turd. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like, this stinks, but you know what? Let's encase it in gold and it'll be beautiful. Something like that. Something like that. All right. Well, I think we've talked about horrendous, horrific failures enough. Yeah, I think so. What do we got next? Well, why don't we take a break? Oh, okay. And do our bad sales story of the week. Yeah. Brought to you by Groundwork. And you're going to be telling the one this week. I'm going to tell this one. Okay. Okay. So this is from Sam Aronson from... Double A construction. Okay. And oh, you know what? What? We don't tell where these people are. Like we, we should start saying like where they're from. From Chicago, Illinois. I didn't look. Okay. I'm so sorry. That's anyway, okay. Um, I haven't seen this one, so this is all new to me. And oh, I didn't tell it to you. You did not. Okay. So I'm this excited. This is a good one. To, it's kind of scary. All right. Well, why don't you get into <laughs> it? Okay, okay, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Sam. Yes. He went out to this sales call. Yes. Like a true millennial does, he got the address texted to him. Yes. You know how that goes. Texting. Yes. My address is 321 Oak Lane. Blah, blah, blah. This person made a typo. The client made a typo on their address. So they sent Sam to the total wrong house. So he goes and he knocks on the door of this wrong house. And the person... The person who lives there opens the door very aggressively. They think that he, you know, they didn't call anybody. So they think like, why is someone here? I assume. And they think that, that Sam is coming to like case their house to like rob them later or something. You know, like how, how you always hear those horror stories of people oh, yeah. like, oh my gosh, all these solicitors knocked on my door. And then a week later I got robbed and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this person came out super aggressively, came out hot, came out ready to fight this guy. And Sam was just trying to do his job. <laughs> is he? I guess he's still with us. I think he, he's still with us because he did send in this story. But okay. that would be so scary. Can you imagine? That, yeah. And it's like, what can you say? Like, no, yeah. trust me, I swear. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. This and is your address. Like sometimes when I go on uh, estimates, like, 
I'm not necessarily, I'm not wearing like a uniform. Like sometimes right. I have to work and I'm like, I might not be wearing anything that says who I am. I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm just here. They're expecting me. So like, why would this yeah. be weird? Probably just a slightly dirty person. Person. Yeah. Coming after work. Just a guy who's a little dirty. Yeah. That is a lot of people are, are crazy <laughs> about people coming to their house. Like if you go on any of these like town Facebook oh, groups, yeah. it's always like, be on the lookout. This person, I caught him on my ring camera knocking on my door. <laughs> Has anyone else seen them? I called the police just to be safe. And it's like, probably just like someone's selling solar or something, yeah. but there's always those posts. Like there be is. on the lookout. They 100%. weren't wearing a badge. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that would be very scary. And yes. Totally avoidable if he had used Groundworks video software. Uh, so if you want to try out Groundwork, you can get 50% off of your first two months with the code hardworking happy, happy hour 50. <laughs> That's a good one. Wow. That was a good one, right? That would be. I, I feel like you'd like, probably like take, so taken off, off guard. Right? Like, like I'm at the right house and then somebody's just like aggressively coming out yeah. like and i imagine he did do this after a full day of work when most people do their estimates yeah. and you're like kind of tired and you're just kind of yeah. like you just want to get home you're, yeah and then someone's screaming at you that would be yeah. very alarming yeah um but yeah the guy that the house that we're working for now the person across the street on their like mailbox they have this like this uh have you read it no it says something like no solicitors no this isn't a good story because I can't exactly remember what it says. But Trespassers it's like, will be it goes, shot. Yeah, Survivors like, will like, be shot again. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah. And at the end, I think it even says something about like, don't leave junk mail. Like, I think it's for the for the mail carrier. Like, don't leave junk mail. I think the the mail carrier by law has to put whatever <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that like, they can they steal have. your mail. Yeah. yeah. I think that is a federal wow. offense. Psychos. But some people really don't want people coming to their house. So. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Back in the day, people just used to knock on your door and you'd be like so excited. You'd be like, come in for a casserole. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, now everyone hides. "Ah." (laughs) Yeah. How dare you get off of my stoop? Yeah. Which I do. When delivery people come, I'm like hiding. Oh, I always, and like (laughs) my couch is like right by the front window. So like I have to like (laughs) kind of like lay down a little bit. And it's really funny when Max is there because like the window is like right next to the front door. So like, Max obviously hears somebody. He climbs up on the couch and he's like he's looking out away. the window <laughs> and like, but I just stay laying down <laughs> and I'm like, so it really looks like you just have away. an unattended child. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I like doing that one. That one's fun. That's pretty funny. I never answer for any solicitor. Oh God. No, God. No, I don't even let like we have meter meter readers. Yeah. PSENG. They have to come into my basement every, I don't know, week. It seems like, yeah. Uh, I never let them in, ever. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Do you not have that? Do they not come to your house? (laughs) I guess not. I don't know. (laughs) I think ours is outside. Oh. They might have one of those Wi-Fi ones. Okay. I don't know. All right. Anyway, Anyway. that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Don't come to our houses. Don't come to my house. Don't do it. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Uh, Back to the show. I feel like I had another point to make, but I forget. Anyway. Rent or buy. Rent Sean, or buy. This is topical because we just rented a Bobcat, which was so fun, even though I was not allowed to drive it. And today the guy came to come pick it up and it felt like it was being repossessed. <laughs> it did, yeah. <laughs> I was very sad to see it go. Yep. So let's hear your thoughts. Rent right. or buy. Okay. Okay. So 
I, I've always been of the mindset, keep your overhead as low as possible. It, it alleviates a lot of the pressure that can be put on you. It can help you propel you through difficult economic times, yep. uh, slower periods of work when you don't have the burden of those payments. So that's always like my core belief yeah. around these things. And that's where that's kind of where my mind lives. But sometimes you got to get out of that that headspace mm-hmm. to make an astute financial decision like buying a piece of equipment when you need it. Right. So, yes, uh, it is on my mind right now because uh, we just rented this machine for two weeks and uh, it only ended up being about three grand, which huh. was a lot cheaper than another place we've rented. We've rented machinery before. And yeah. so I was actually surprised it wasn't more. But uh, ran this piece of machinery and it, as we had it on our site for two weeks, it just got me thinking like, this is so nice to have around. If we get yeah. a delivery of something like instead of uh, some stuff gets shipped like LTL, it'll be on like a, uh, you know, in a box truck and, yeah. you know, they can get it down with a, uh, a pallet jack, but then they'll just leave it at the street. They're mm-hmm. not going to drive, like put it up the driveway. And sometimes it's heavier than our dingo can lift. So we'll have to break down that pallet, yeah. do a couple trips. And it's so nice to be like, you know what? Leave that pallet jack up there. We're bringing the bobcat over. Boom. Pick it up. Put it exactly where we want it. Yeah. And I think that there are there's two different ways to go about evaluating the decision whether to rent or buy. Mm -hmm. Number one, you essentially just look at how often do I rent this machine? Would that cost be offset just by a financing payment on this machine? That's one way to look at it. And when you get to a certain point, like, okay, I'm getting to the point where I'm spending one and a half times what a finance payment would be on this machine. It's probably best for me to just buy it, but now you are obligated to pay for that for three, four, five years. If work slows down, you can't be like, oh, well, I, just, I don't need to rent that. You still need to pay for it. Right. Or that man will be a repo man. <laughs> so that's like a very straightforward, simple, easy way to look at it. So some people might want to wait until they have the cash and the capital to buy it outright. So they are still getting that return on investment, but they don't have that long-term obligation of a monthly payment looming over their head. Here's the other way to look at it. And this is what happened with the dingo. I was renting a dingo a lot. Uh And it was just getting to the point where it just made sense financially to go buy one and pay the monthly payment for it. Because uh, basically if I was renting it more than like three days a month was the break even point. It was like just about $200 a day to rent one. And my payment was about $640 a month. So three days a month, if I'm renting one, that's my break even point. We're probably right around that. We were probably three, four, but sometimes some months, two days. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to really plan everything around. This is the day we're going to have the machine. We need all the stone to be here. We need to get everything done with this machine on this day, which can be great. It can help you be more efficient and force yeah. you to be more efficient. Sure. But I was amazed when 
I finally pulled the trigger, bought one. We started using it like every day for everything. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just like the the biggest things that like like excavating a patio and moving stone. It was like, oh, well, we got this thing in the front yard. Yeah, we could pick it up, but let's put it in the machine and drive it back there. So many different things opened up. Plus, we bought some attachments for it. So, uh, pallet forks. So, we were able to move small pallets. Like, we can move sod pallets with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also got a an auger bit for it. So, at that time, we were doing concrete footings. And we were able to dig them all out in, like, yeah. a second. So, once I had it, it was amazing how much I used it. And I was like how was I just renting this? Like, how did I not have this on site all the time and always have access to this? So that's what got into my head a little bit with this, with the, the skid steer loader. It was like, this is so nice to just have here. Yeah. And it, we can be a lot more flexible with our schedule and when we do things and do it in uh, a little bit of a more efficient way because the machine's here. It's here yeah. for two weeks. It's not like we just have it for one day. And it's got me thinking maybe we should buy one. Yeah. What do you think? I want one so bad. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Besides the fact that it's just cool. It is cool. But no, I I feel like I have noticed how much fast, like the dingo is great for small things, but like how much faster. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's you or Tom or somebody was filling a garden bed with dirt and it was just, it took like three trips in the bobcat where if you'd be moving dirt for half a day with the bo- or with a dingo. So it's yeah. like things can just move so much faster and you can be so much more productive when just that kind you're not waiting on that kind of stuff or for like yeah. moving stone for a big patio and then somebody's just standing there waiting for the next little dingo load to come and then you dump it out and then yeah they're done like you know raking it out in two seconds mm-hmm. whereas the bobcat really can can Probably do a lot more and six to seven times more material in one bucket yeah yeah so just like the efficiency portion of it i feel like is huge yeah definitely and it definitely just, I mean, it definitely is cooler. It's so much cooler. For sure. <laughs> so much cooler. So much cooler. But so, it does add, add, like, it adds expense because you have to, you know, it'll make your insurance go up. Yeah, yeah. To insure it, it will be more. Yes. Um, And you have to get something to haul it around in. Yes. And then you, so you have to buy that and then also pay for that's things insurance, that new things insurance. Yes. So it is like a lot of added extra costs, but... Mm-hmm. It's so much cooler. It's so much cooler. <laughs> and and I just love doing things efficiently. And to me, the dingo at this point just feels so inefficient. It is. on Like, if we were using that to, to move all of this, we went through, we had to build this, this patio yeah. kind of raised. I mean, <clears throat> okay. First off, we had like 50,000 pounds of boulders. Yeah, that, that would have done that anything. That would have not, <laughs> not done anything. Uh, we got... Three truckloads of three-quarter stone. Mm -hmm. So that's like 60 tons. And we just got 25 yards of of topsoil. That's a lot. That's a lot. so much. Yeah. Uh, The dingo, it would take all day, almost all day, to move a full truckload of stone. Mm -hmm. Bobcat, two hours maybe. Yeah. So... It's things like that, that, that really make me think, okay, we've been just because we've been getting by and we haven't been renting one that much. Doesn't mean that one, 
we shouldn't be renting it more or that we wouldn't have the use case for it on a more frequent basis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think the thing that I've heard you mention a lot too is also the clearances. Like we don't have, you know, we work in a pretty, usually the places we work are pretty tight. Yeah. So clearances might be an issue, but I feel like that's not it a big enough yeah. an issue. Like we haven't had that much of an issue with the past jobs that we've had where we've been talking about this. So I feel yeah. like not even that would hold us back at this point. Plus it's nice to be able to fit through a gate and like not have to take down a section of fence, but taking it's down a section that of, bad. It's not that big of a deal to take down a section yeah. of fence. And, uh, and a lot of times we end up doing that anyway, just so that the, the Moffat truck, like the, yeah. the truck, the forklift that all our materials come on from the supplier, they can get it as close to the job site as possible. So, um, what do you think? Should I buy one? Let's go now. Let's go. <laughs> your pre-vacation treat Yay. to yourself. <laughs> I could drive it down the shore. Max would love it. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be inefficient. It's not that as probably fast as would a car. Be. Yeah, that would probably be inefficient. But, but I could bring all my cool. luggage in the bucket. Yeah. That would be fun. Something about I know. <laughs> and it's so cool. The, other, the thing that really holds me back is the maintenance on it. That's the part mm. that really stinks. We do need to get, yeah. We need to get better at maintenance. We need to get better, for sure, yeah. at maintenance. So. Speaking of that dingo, she's broken. Well, no, not she's anymore. Now, now she's fixed. Yeah. She was broken for but many it's weeks. It's going to cost like <laughs> 4800 bucks or something. Yeah. To, to, so Tom's picking that up tomorrow. And uh, so, yeah, that was neglected a bit. She was a bit neglected. She was a bit neglected. And <laughs> she held up well, though, for all the neglect. <laughs> she did, yeah. Especially towards the end there, and it was smoking pretty good. And we're just like, it's Here. probably fine. It might just be like bad gas. It's good. <laughs> Send it. That was silly. That was, yeah. Especially with it like so messed up. And like we <laughs> unloaded. Remember we unloaded all that porcelain? off the truck and we had three of us stand on the back of it so it didn't dip over. It was like way over capacity and it's like spitting out a lot of white smoke. It was like, it's fine. It's been running. Maybe we're, maybe we think that it can't do that much because it's just so running to the ground. Maybe we're going to get it back and it's fixed and it can like do way more than we maybe remembered. <laughs> I doubt it. We're just, now we're just going to compare it, it to the bo- <laughs> like, True. Bobcat just got picked up today, <laughs> tomorrow, the dingo will be back and we'll yeah. be like, what is this tiny little <laughs> machine? Tiny toy. It's adorable. <laughs> so yeah, something to think about. We will, yeah. we will update. It's been weighing heavily on my mind. So I'd love to hear yeah. other people's analysis of how they make that decision. Because yeah. for some people, it's just like, I really need it and I want it. And I think, I think it's worth it. So I'm going to buy it, but I'd be very interested to hear the other side of it, people that really do like a deep analysis of how and when and why they should buy a certain piece of, especially yeah. larger equipment. ROI focused. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's all I got. Yeah. How long we've we been? <laughs> we are done, Sean. Don't We're worry. done. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. We're finished. Okay. Uh, that's great. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. Plus, I. I was able to work through my thoughts on this rent versus buy. This yeah. was a very helpful episode for me in particular. Did you land on a decision? Are Buying. You, you're going to buy? I don't know. No, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I, I still need a little bit more time okay. to think about it. But uh, this helped me kind of process my thoughts a bit. This was a okay. little bit like therapy for me. Oh, nice. Uh, anyway, 
I guess that's it. Is that it? That's it. Also, to mention, if you want to send us your bad sales story to be included, we will give you a shout out on this podcast. So send them. Um, there's a link in our link tree, or you can just DM us or, you know, you can DM him personally or me personally or the hardworking happy hour on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, just get it to us and we will say it on air. Yeah. And also, if you do go through that link tree link, you, you can also put your handles on there and stuff. So we'll, we'll shout out your handles. Oh, yeah. And yeah. give you a nice give you a nice shout out on yeah. the air here. So also, if you would be so kind to leave us a review and uh, oh, yeah. hit that button, subscribe to the uh, the podcast on whatever app you're listening to. It yeah. helps more than, you know. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll help us buy that, that piece of machinery. I don't know. <laughs> Eventually people just give you money on the podcast. I think that's how it works. So Steve Jobs, probably I coming. think, right, yeah. cuts I a think, check yeah, or something. I think he does, yeah. It should be in the mail. I mean, we've been doing this for a while, yeah. right? <laughs> does, anyone, does anyone notice? We, all right, we're, we're getting off track here. Uh, Till next time, this has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. <laughs> See you next week.